0: Welcome to a new edition of Laurel Park Weekly. It's Wednesday, August 9th. We're live here at the historic Laurel Park Paddock. I'm Stanton Salter, along with the voice of Maryland Racing, Dave Rodman. Ty Ellis is joining us here. We have the three-person crew as we're going to give you a 20-horse showcase. We had 17 horses in races we talked about last week. We figured we'd just weed up it, make it a nice, uh, even number. 20 horses and races we're going to talk about today. Uh, races from last weekend and a bunch of big races coming up this week. And how are you guys? Great.
1: Yeah, many furlongs to cover, but we're bred for the distance, so we can do it, right?
0: (laughs) Doing good. Racing
2: across the country was fantastic last week. We had fantastic racing here. Uh, A
0: couple upsets to to spur a pick six uh, that was hit on Saturday. Yeah, they hit it for almost 15,000 right here at Laurel Park. Somebody took it down for 14,800, almost 15,000. So right here at Laurel Park, they took down the rainbow pick six Saturday, so congratulations.
1: Great bet for 20 cents. It's not too bad taking home all that money. It's why when the jackpot gets up there, the 7,000, 8,000 carryover range, you've got to play
0: it. All right, well, lots to get to from last week, and let's show you what's coming up here August 19th here at Laurel Park. Saturday, August 19th, the big Maryland Pride Day. We're going to have some great live racing. Free hat for all the uh, everybody that comes, and uh, you get a free Maryland Jockey Club hat with every program purchase. That's going to be Saturday, August 19th. Maryland Pride, some great uh, steaks racing. You'll have some Maryland bread steak racing, some Maryland food, some Maryland alcohol, some Maryland beer, Maryland uh, uh, whiskey with Sagamore spirits so all kinds of action. Uh, this is gonna be, it was a huge day last year. Looking forward to another big day, Saturday, August 19th, Maryland Pride Day.
1: Sagamore and uh, Jailbreak Brewery from right down the road here at Laurel Park and Flying Dog. Another um, Maryland brewery that's getting its uh, name known nation- nationwide. We'll provide the uh, drink and of uh, course great crab cakes, I'm
0: sure. All right, so that's Saturday, August 19th. Also, that's a big day for all you tournament players. It's the Champions Handicapping Tournament Saturday, August 19th, right here at Laurel Park. Over $33,000 in prizes. It's also a big qualifying tournament for some of the big ones, the National Handicapping Championship, the uh, Breeders' Cup Betting Challenge, and the big ones. So this is a big tournament on the calendar of tournaments, Saturday, August 19th. It'll be up in the sports bar, I believe, uh, this year, right, for the Champions that, Tournament. That's
2: correct, yeah. And You're going to have some heavy hitters coming down from New York and New Jersey coming down. It's going to be packed up there, but uh, it's always a fun event, especially up in that new sports bar. It's really conducive to a, a tournament atmosphere like that.
1: With 90 with 90 televisions, HD TVs, you won't miss any of the action. Of course, a lot of tracks in the tournament, and of course, you might want to play uh, uh, tracks that are not in the tournament as well. There's plenty of places to watch the races up there in the sports bar.
0: All right, so look, uh, go to the website LaurelPark.com to learn more about the Champions Handicapping Tournament and Maryland Pride Day coming up Saturday, August 19th. And for all you really big tournament players, mark your calendar for this next January, the big tournament of the year total estimated prize pool over a half million dollars live money buy-in twelve thousand dollars this is a grade one big league betting championship it's the pegasus world cup betting championship down there at golf stream january 26 and 27th
1: Mm, let's get it 26 and 27th not too too far to look ahead especially for that kind of money get your reservations and
0: get down to florida yeah, we're going to have to get a team together, I think, and <laughs> make a road trip down there. That's, I kind say.
2: <laughs> That's kind of the champion of championships yeah. for uh, betting tournaments. But we're give, actually, us, yeah, give us we're, a day off. We're a satellite site, <laughs> so people can play it here at Laurel Park. The Pegasus uh,
0: World Cup Championship. Yes. They yep. can play right here at Laurel? Yep. Oh, we're a satellite okay.
1: site. So you don't have to fly down no. there.
0: Exactly. Yeah, so yep. I, oh, did I not didn't know, know that. that. So yeah. they can play for over, over a half million dollars right here at Laurel Park. Absolutely. In the Pegasus World Cup. All right. Can we play? we got to find out about that. We'll have that. to find Maybe out. We'll I hope so. A team, a team of our good friends uh, to play in that big tournament. So that's coming up in January. We'll keep you updated. I'm sure there will be lots of big announcements uh, as we get closer to the Pegasus World Cup betting championship. Let's get right to a, a big weekend of racing last weekend here at Laurel Park. Let's show you what happened here in our local recap. We had four stake races last Saturday. It was a huge day. The handle was way up. We had 11 races in total and Special Envoy, uh, the big star of the day. No surprise here for trainer Arnaud Delacour, it was in the Hansel stakes, the first of four stakes last Saturday, Special Envoy, the heavy favorite in front turnover home and the six-year-old son of Stroll goes all the way, the Virginia homebred for Mr. and Mrs. Bertramar Firestone, Arnaud Delacour continues his hot summer here at Laurel Park nice ride by Daniel Centeno on the heavy favorite Special Envoy
1: Mm, Big, big uh, show plunger in this race and uh, lived up to the nickel to a dollar uh, win (laughs) wagering billing there, paying two 10 to 10 to 10 across the board handling this i mean last time he ran he won a stake against rosebrier who's now retired uh they tried to beat him on uh, saturday afternoon but he was just way too much with a hansel like victory who drew off in the preakness of 91
0: yep yeah right. that was your first preakness right Right,
1: and i think I don't, maybe hansel's margin was eight <laughs> his margin was eight it was a it was a widening win
0: all right so special envoy and asking arno delacour where he, where is he going to go next with with this virginia Bradney he said well there's another virginia bread State coming up here later on this summer. So we'll look forward to seeing Special Envoy right back here at Laurel Park. How about the 10-year-old, huh? The 10-year-old, two-notch road, back in good form last Saturday in the Meadow Stable Stakes for trainer Glenn Thompson. He's part owner of this 10-year-old, by Partners Hero, Virginia Bread, bred by James Hackman. It looked like uh, tis our time was home free, but this 10-year-old, third start this year as a 10-year-old, his first two races weren't very good, but he gets back in good form here. A nice $10 winner as he runs down the front runner. Here he comes on the outside, two-notch road. There were a couple
2: races like this, Stan, where the home, fronter look, home runner looked free, and then uh, the the horses coming behind, in this case, two-notch road, needed every inch of that, that deep stretch, that long stretch here on the turf course. And and the turf course had really been playing to front runners the, all week, so kind of going against the form of the turf course today. But that was a good price. I'm amazed the pro- horse went off at 4-1. to one. I actually singled the horse in my pick five.
1: Uh, and, uh, really horses had a lot of longevity because of time off according yep. to trainer Glenn
0: Thompson right Stan? Yep getting the winner off and uh, keeping him going and he had last winter off it took him a few races mm-hmm. to get back in, the, in his best stride I've always liked him I jumped off uh, the two notch road bandwagon and he, and he gets me a $10 winner there my key horse was Tis Our Time was my best bet of the day I was keying on Tis Our Time and all my multi race wagers just to mm-hmm. get beat at the wire there uh, but good to see two notch road back in uh, back in winning form. Uh, Let's talk about Northern Eclipse in great form right now for trainer Hugh McMahon. And owner, Toby Roth. What a nice claim uh, for trainer Hugh McMahon. Claim this. Uh, this is uh, another Firestone homebred. Uh, uh, Firestone Virginia bred. So the Firestones won two big stake races last Saturday with the Virginia breds. Northern Eclipso in front. Turnover home goes all the way with J.D. Acosta aboard. A $6 winner in the camp town. Hugh McMahon now three wins with this five-year-old mare since the claim.
1: It's how you like that horse last week. I remember. Hope you played him.
2: I did. Yeah, I had the horse. It was a good win. Another horse uh, on the front here in the turf course, but uh, you see here some horses were making up some ground, but it was a good win there. In was,
1: uh, yeah. The or- orange colors of Toby Roth having <laughs> a good year, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> they Absolutely. really are. I mean, he's, he's got a pretty good record on Toby Roth this year, a very limited amount of starters. Uh, a ring knocker and that kind of kind of like an even pace in mid-stretch it didn't even look like he was going to finish second but once he got outside you know he started to run on a little bit maybe a horse who liked to m- run more out in the clear and he almost got there but was Northern Eclipse.
0: So that's two wins in a row for the Virginia-bred Northern Eclipse here at Laurel Park. Let's take a look at the uh, the William M. Backer, one of the features last Saturday in My Best Bet. Uh, my pick in this race was Armour. What a move by Daniel Centeno. for home. Shoots the rail on Armour. Looks like he's home free, but here comes this long shot. Sweet Sandy from way back. A $29 winner. Five-year-old mare by Flatter. Trained by Daniel Hansen. The trainer's first stakes win. Yeah, it looks like Armour is home free, but here comes Sweet Sandy, nice come from behind, Rye, by Javion Toledo, did you think she was going to get there, Dave?
1: uh, The relentless rally right here, I said, yeah, absolutely, Uh, trainer Daniel Hudson uh, with the first stakes win, right, for her? Yep. Um, Sweet Sandy comes from dead last, and we, we discussed, I believe, a little bit last week that, uh, Queen Caroline perhaps would be a little vulnerable in this particular stake. She got away with an easy pace and long shot. Grace is ready, zips out of there 20 to one and sets a fast pace, everyone chased setting up for a closer armoire with that uh well d- uh, just a crafty move on the rail by Centeno. who came through an opening about this big on the rail but sweet sandy prevailed from last to first another big price winner twenty nine eighty.
2: and i think this was a race that spurred that pick six uh this mm-hmm. i know i think a lot of people probably keyed on armoire queen caroline in this situation and and she was uh, sweet sandy. It was a good win. It was tough to come up with, but it was good. Uh, at least one person had the yeah. horse
1: on their ticket. Good work by Danielle Hodgson,
2: who mm-hmm. uh, I think we've seen ride on the uh, steeplechase.
0: steeplechase uh, chase, uh, yeah, local, uh, local girl, steeplechase jockey and mm-hmm. trainer and yeah, Sweet Sandy, five-year-old mayor by Flatter, a Lazy Lane Farms, Virginia bred down there. So a uh, big win uh, for Hodson with Sweet Sandy and the William and Backer trainer, Phil Schoenthal. Nobody had a bigger weekend than him last week, and he won three races on Saturday, had a nice win Sunday as well. Let's take a look here at one of his wins he had last Saturday. He won the early Daily Double, then he had a nice win in race six. A nice two-year-old he has here, very nice two-year-old. Let's take a look here at VIP Code. Two year old by City Zip. This is a Maryland bread out of a hold for Gold Mare bread. This is a homebred forever. Stables Incorporated second in debut to Barry Lee, that Sharp Sagamore Farm uh, winner, and now comes back. I had to work for it here on the outside, but the horse that was in front, Clouded Judgment, a nice uh, debut performance there uh, from the Lacey Goldette Barn with Clouded Judgment, but VIP code very determined when on the outside.
1: Oh, when Barry Lee broke his maiden in stunning fashion. Everybody thought, well, VIP code won't be a maiden in very long. Everybody saw him gallop out and they pounded him at the windows. He was one to two. Now we can say the same thing I think about Clouded Judgment, a really sharp performance from that debut runner. He's going to be a really short price
2: next out. Ty. Absolutely. The horse, Clouded Judgment, is going to be one to look for. The time, 58.50, uh, five so it was a decent time. It Should improve going a little
0: bit further mm-hmm. all right so some nice two-year-olds to keep an eye on there uh VIP code the winner in cloud at judgment. And I'm uh, excited to see Barry Lee come uh, w- when he runs back when he won here. The connections trainer you to pass. they were thinking maybe uh maybe the Saratoga special next with them up there at the spa.
1: I hope so. Hope so. We'd like to see him win the big one.
2: And that would elevate some of our other horses but uh, just make VIP code look that much better if yep. uh that horse does ship up to Saratoga.
1: Two-year-olds really I think have been the 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 stars here at Laurel the last few months. We've had some really nice youngsters. We run win make impacts uh, th- throughout the throughout the country including saratoga
0: all right so keep your eye on barry lee up there at saratoga and vip code who knows where he'll end up next let's get a quick commercial break when we come back some big national races from last weekend we'll talk about those also uh, we'll talk about the national scene coming up this weekend also the local scene two big stake races right here at laurel park this saturday all that's right after this <laughs> Welcome back, Laurel Park Weekly. I'm Stan Salter, Dave Robin, Ty Ellis, getting you ready for the big weekend coming up here at Laurel Park. We have two stake races this Saturday, but first we're catching you up. On all the action from last weekend, we just showed you all the local uh, races. Uh, we had a big stakes uh, race, uh, big stakes Saturday last Saturday with four stake races and some big national stakes all over the country. The grade one Whitney, probably the feature of the country last Saturday up there at Saratoga. And Gunrunner, with an unusual piece of equipment in his tail, hmm. gets the job done. in the Whitney became a social media sensation, not just because he won the Whitney, because one of his shoes came off and his shoe was dangling in his tail. How good? a win was this by gunrunner for steve asmussen in the whitney days
1: basically gate to but big cautious giant was ahead of him early and he just tracked but it was cautious giant's shoe that became entangled uh into gunrunner's tail and the picture i'm sure is uh on twitter probably a uh, ten thousand or more times but uh superb performance winning by five plus three to five favorite with florent geroux and i guess now We can anticipate perhaps Arrogate coming
2: back to top form in the
1: Pacific Classic and then uh, match up.
2: I'm excited to see what uh, Arrogate does in the Pacific Classic after that flop he had earlier Mm -hmm. uh, at Del Mar. But uh, those two are definitely going to be the the top two in the probably
0: Breeders' Cup or going forward when they do meet later this uh, summer or fall. Gunrunner, our four-year-old by Candy Ride, 16 starts now, nine wins, over $5.2 million in earnings. What a resume he's putting together for trainer Steve Asmussen. A right, uh, uh, bunch of big stakes at Saratoga last weekend, like they are every weekend up there at the spot. Let's talk about the three-year-old Philly American gal in the test last Saturday. Let's show you the uh, the video turning for home. She uh, gets in front and wins by four, going away. Uh, Jose Ortiz aboard for trainer Simon Callahan. It's a three-year-old filly by Concord Point. That's a young sire out of a go-sapper mare, so go-sapper continues his big summer, American Gal. Nice win on, on the outside there in the test.
1: It was Ty's preview horse last week, All right, American Gal on the red, white, and blue of Kaleem Shah. That was a very impressive race.
2: Yes, since switching to Simon Callahan, he's really tightened the screws on this filly. Uh, Simon Callahan after the race said they're just going to ship her back to Southern California and wait for the Breeders' Cup. So it looks like that was the last race before what I'm assuming is going to probably be the sprint. He didn't signify where, if this horse might go to the distaff, but probably the sprint.
0: All right, so American Gal, two for two so far this year. We'll see where she goes next. Let's talk about one more stake from Saratoga. Last Saturday was the Weya, the Grade 3 Wea stakes, going a mile and a half on the turf up there at Saratoga, and it's an Argentinian bred for trainer Mike Popeye. Uh, Mike, I think I messed up the trainer's Pipe, name. Pipey. Pipey. Pipe, Pipe, Pipe. <laughs> I'm not even going to try the <laughs> horse's name, Dave. I'll, I'll, I'll let you say the horse's name. All there. you
1: know is it's Argentinian bred uh, mare there, and for those of you who follow Latin American Racing Channel here at Laurel Park and our Latin American Racing Channel simulcast, you've seen her run, because that's where she'd run down there, and uh, coming to this country, uh, a, a solid win at 9-1 to after being taken up a little bit on the first turn suffused who was the uh favorite in the race tracked a pretty slow pace there by apple betty just a moderate pace and looked like she had the race at almost all times until about the three sixteenth pole quarter pole i mean she just fell apart i don't know what happened to Suffused. maybe coming back uh, another day but a solid win for the Ar- argentinian
2: mayor they're tough i think the whole race fell apart when Suffused just stopped at mm-hmm. the eighth pole and 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 it was a good win by the Argentinian bred. Um, uh, I don't know if I'm going to bet the horse back, because uh, I think the horse just fell apart at the top of the stretch, and she was the benefactor of that.
0: So Javier Castellano, he was the rider on Shada, so he had a big weekend. He got into the Hall of Fame and he wins the grade three there uh, in, in the way So that was three stakes from Saratoga last Saturday. Also, we want to show you from the West, uh, from Mountaineer, the West Virginia Derby out there at Mountaineer, three-year-old son of Colonel John here. Let's show you, show you the West Virginia Derby, Colonel's dark temper from the William Fires Barn, this horse is 7-1 upset in the Grade 3 West Virginia Derby. He was recently second in the Indiana Derby to IRAP, and before that, second to McCracken in the Matt Withers. But he puts it all together at 7-1, to a wire-to-wire score here in the West Virginia Derby.
1: You don't see a lot of wire-to-wire type wins at Mountaineer. Uh, usually, uh, horses come from mine off the pace, but there was very little speed in the race. Kudos to John Court. Uh, getting Colonel's Dark Temper on the lead at a moderate pace, slowing it down, hanging on to win over game over, uh, looking at Lee, closed late to finish third, Patch, the favorite in the race, closed to finish fourth, but there was not enough pace, for really, either of those runners. My horse, Fat Man, he's kind of still running. He finished sixth, so <laughs> bad yeah. pick on my part. That was the, yeah. the Joe Sharp horse, right? Yeah, yeah. All I right. thought he would be the Colonel's Dark Temper type of the race, but uh, John Court for his uh, father-in-law, I think, jinx fires, right? Uh, A.J. Foyt owns that. Course.
0: All right, good stuff out there at Mountaineer. Let's go out to the West Coast at Del Mar, Cambodia for trainer Tom Proctor. We know him here on the East Coast, and he went out there on the West Coast and wins the Grade 2 yellow ribbon here with Cambodia, five year old mayor. Bice Warfront is out of a Smart Strike mare. So this is a well-bred 5-year-old putting it all together. She had now has 5 wins from 12 starts including this win here in the grade 2 yellow ribbon.
1: Uh, Cambodia if you have been betting the Maryland horses shipping out west? You've been making a lot of money and the Proctor horses up at Saratoga have finally had Tom Proctor had a win for Glen Hill Farm up there uh, the other day. So Proctor striking East Coast and West Coast there this one for Winter Quarter Farm had a little mild trouble early in the Race just steadied slightly as they came out of the uh, shoot there for the yellow ribbon. But I tell you, she's uh, she's something else. She just looks
2: like she can run all day. Yeah, you see that replay. She was much the best in that race. Mm-hmm. She walked by or ran by them like they were standing still. And you touched on Tom Proctor. He's shipping them out west. He's shipping them uh, to Saratoga. One in the last race on on Monday with, the, on Monday. with right. a nice horse. And then he's got a really nice horse in a maiden special weight race tomorrow uh, on Friday
0: here at Laurel Park. And All right, so that's the big national recap from last week, and when we come back, we have two stake races right here at Laurel Park. This Saturday we'll cover those, also some big races all over the country. We'll give you a, a, a preview of this weekend right after this. Welcome back, Laura Park Weekly. I'm Stan Salter, Dave, Robin, and Ty Ellis getting you ready for the big week in a racing coming up. We have two stake races right here at Laura Park this Saturday and some big races all over the place, especially out there in Chicago, the Arlington Million and the Secretariat, the four-star Dave at Saratoga. We'll talk about all those, but I'm excited for this Saturday here at Laura Park. Two stakes, the Polynesian and the Twix stakes. The Twix uh, stakes, of course, named after that famous Philly. Katie Valls trained around here a mm-hmm. long time ago. Yeah,
1: you yeah, and uh, both races kind of look open. There's some stars uh, in the race, though. We'll talk about Shimmering Aspen in a bit and some others,
2: but uh, Polynesian first on the slate here. And, and the Polynesian's is probably going to be a jumping board to the DeFrancis Dash, which has run okay. at six furlongs here in a couple
0: weeks.
1: And, uh, you know, I'm just looking at the possibilities who are running. It looks kind of an open race.
0: So the Polynesian uh, for three-year-olds and upwards, seventy-five thousand going seven furlongs. Here, here's who's in there right now. Uh, not the official entries, but here's who here's who was in here. Uh, in the race as of Wednesday morning. Divining Rod for Delacour with Daniel Centeno aboard Final Prospect, Joe Moore Torres. Uh, Never Gone South with JD Acosta. No Distortion with uh, Victor Carrasco. Rockin' On By with Taylor Hole. Royal Squeeze with Fergal Lynch. Southern Barbecue with Forrest Boyce. Tale of life with Edgar Prado, the truth or else no rider named right now and vorticity with Sheldon Russell board. So some nice runners here in this race. let's see one, two three, four, five six, seven, eight, nine, ten. ten runners right now in the Polynesian. so this will be a nice race. let's take a look at what of, of, of who's going to be the favorite no no doubt divining rod. For Arnaud Delacour. Let's show you his last effort. He's so well bred, five year old now by Tappet. Here's his last effort in the grade one cigar mile at Aqueduct last November. In front, turning for home at, f- at about six to one. Uh, finishes a game second, just only beaten ahead by Connect, but a game effort here against grade one company. If he's ready to fire off the layoff, divining rod, gonna be awfully tough to beat in the Polynesian.
1: Yeah. Delacour. Uh, and Lale Stable's having a solid, solid uh, few months together. Um, you know, certainly with the time away is a big question here. We'll see what happens with the post draw too. And it's a pretty big field and there's some other speed too in the race.
2: Yeah, and if uh, the divining rod isn't cranked up off that long layoff, the seven furlong cutback is, is gonna help. But this horse finished third in the Preakness a while ago. So the horse can go long. The be another question besides the layoff is gonna be is a cutback to a sprint. Going to fit this horse. The cigar mile is is a one turn mile up at Belmont, and that was a really good race. So I don't think the seven furlongs is going to be
0: any uh, bit of a problem here. Yeah, man, he was third in the Preakness back in 2015 behind American Pharaoh. And uh, so we haven't seen him since November. So maybe the layoff a question mark. Maybe this gave him the winner off. He's been working well up there at Fairhill, where Arnaud Delacour is stable. I see a bullet five furlong work July 22nd up there at Fairhill on the synthetic, which is the Tapita up there, a minute and four. Uh, or a minute point four up there. That was the fastest of 13 work. So uh, some good works on the work tab. We'll see if the Vining Rod is ready to go in the Polynesian. Uh, some tough runners in here, though. Never Going South is a, a two-time stakes winner, I believe, here uh, at, at Laurel Park. At least a one-time stakes winner, Never Going South, for trainer Cal Lynch. Let's show you his last win. Uh, this was uh, June 24th here at Laurel Park against Allowance Company. This was his uh, first win uh, this year. Uh, as a four-year-old, four-year-old by Munnings for trainer Cal Lynch. Uh, it was his first win in a while, I guess. He'd been running against Stakes Company to put him in allowance race here. He gets a nice win here at Laurel Park, where he has a lot of success. Seven for nine in the money with a couple wins. Now he steps back up in the Stakes Company. He won a, a Stakes here at Laurel Park when he was a three-year-old, I believe, never yeah. going south.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, he'd kind of gone a little bit offbeat there for a while in the spring, uh, earlier in the year, but the blinkers on turned him around. That was the key there, Stan. But then he came back at Delaware threw in a clunker there but he clearly likes Laurel nine starts two wins three seconds two thirds here and he ran against Struth who is in sharp form right now for trainer Kieran McGee at Delaware he's coming back to his favorite
2: track with those blinkers on at this track for the second time the horse runs to uh, his best performance he can compete it's a really tough field we touched on uh, Graham Motion has a, a Japanese bred horse, Tail of Life, that he's going to bring in here. Coming again off another long layoff, so it might be a prep on to, for something a little bit more and cutting back. But Tail of Life, look for uh, him to be to be tough, and it's a it's a really good deep field. Kudos goes out to the racing.
1: Larry office. Jones with the horse that ran second to yeah. Seymour Dini. What did he run? A <laughs> 113 buyer figure or something like that in New York? I think we'll that was, that yeah, the other I way. was
2: disappointed that horse didn't come back in the Whitney. Uh,
1: what yeah, horse are we talking about? Uh, no Distortion for Larry. Okay. Larry Jones.
0: All right, no distortion. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: And uh, and speaking of Cal Lynch, I think, uh, does he have another one in here? Yeah, he's got possibly Vorticity in here, who's two for three at Laurel Park. So Cal's got him surrounded here with a couple of entries, different ownership uh, entities. And never, uh, so it, that's not yeah. an easy spot, I think, for Divining
0: Rod. <laughs> and that's it, yeah, never going south. A couple Bullet Works uh, since that clunker at Delaware two bullet works right here at laurel park so that horse i think sitting on a big effort never going south yeah cal lynch with two runners in here Vorticity, a sharp horse as well so uh, about 10 runners maybe in the polynesian that's going to be a nice stake this saturday here at laurel park another stake we have here this saturday the twix for philly and mares three and up going seven furlongs here's who we have in there right now discreet senorita is in there line of best fit with julian pimentel Mela with Fergal Lynch Mono- Monet Davis with Daniel Centeno, My Magician Joe Moore Torres, Shimmering Aspen with uh, Steve Hamilton aboard Sky Flower, Huey Louie and the Garcia is going to be in town to ride Sweet on Smokey with Victor Carrasco Sweet Grass with Sheldon Russell, Ultimate Holiday with Victor Carrasco, an affiliate supplemented to the race, Rachel's Temper for trainer David Canizzo, Edgar Prado aboard, so a deep field here, nice job to the racing office, two big uh, fields for our stake races this Saturday. Absolutely. It's uh, 10,
2: 10 in the uh, uh, Polynesian and 11 in the Twix. So those are big, full fields. Handles should be off the roof on Saturday.
1: Yeah, and, and we've got a couple of previews for you, right? One. Yep, yeah, so we've got two, 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 two here. Line
0: of best fit. Uh, let's show you that for a horse first. From the uh, from the uh, Mike Chumbetta Barn. Uh, Shimmering, Shimmering Aspen. Aspen. My, my bad. I'm out yep. of order here, guys. Thank you. Shimmering Aspen from the Rodney Jenkins Barn. Let's show you that horse first. Here's her win. Her last win against Stakes Company right here at Laurel Park in the Alma North. She won by almost six lengths, going away as the heavy favored. Uh, so this was her first stakes when they tried her in a black eyed Susan going long. She was in front turning for home. Uh, probably didn't, maybe, maybe didn't like the slop there in a the black eyed Susan, but going seven furlongs, this horse, uh, undefeated and looking for her third win at this distance and against stakes company. One, t- yeah. I
2: think one turn is what this horse wants to do. And the sky's the limit for her. I was, uh, the black eyed Susan, she didn't run well. She came back in that last race in the Alma uh, North. Yeah, she,
1: she was a victim. I think very unlucky in the black eyed Susan, that rainstorm. rainstorm yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because she drew the rail, that rain came down, the rail suddenly maybe was a little deeper there. I mean, she actually ran a winning race until about the eighth pole and then flattened out, and all the closers were coming to the center of the track, including Actress, the maiden who won the race in the Black Eyed Susan. But, yeah, she, she certainly um, got got the credentials for one turn, and uh, she, from, from the word go, she was a very talented filly.
0: All right, so Shimmering Aspen probably going to be the heavy favorite here in the Twix. Let's take a look at, at some other ones in here. Line of best fit for trainer Kieran McGee. Let's show you this horse's win two starts ago up there at Parks. This was against upper level three other than Allowance Company going a mile. Strong win. Then they tried uh, the Del Cap after this the grade one Delaware handicap for 750000 It was a small field. She finished third in there. I believe you know, five horse field. She finished third against grade one company. So line of best fit. Uh, coming out of the, the grade one Del Cap might be a, a an interesting challenger from the Kieran McGee barn here for Shimmering Aspen.
1: Yeah, beaten three lengths by Songbird <laughs> in the Dell Cap. She loves to win. Fifteen to thirty-nine, a
2: lifetime for her. Yeah. The, the big question is, what do you make of that Delaware handicap race? I mean, a lot of people said Songbird didn't run her race. She still won it, but you finish. You have a horse to finish third against uh, a Breeders' Cup. Uh, if a horse to finish second to be holder in the Breeders' yeah. Cup, so uh, line of best fit. If that Delaware handicap race uh, was legit and Songbird ran a decent enough race, this horse could be a major contender in this race. Rick Proctor,
1: Sheffield Stables, all smiles. He doesn't. He's got a Grade One stakes place mare, right? Line of best fit there, <laughs> <in> taking that <laughs> chance. Uh, but uh, she's very, very been very consistent throughout her career. More than a half million in uh, in earnings. It's the interesting thing about the race. Just kind of glancing at
2: the uh, Brett Calhoun. Shipping in Laurel with Maila. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Maila yeah, Fergal Lynch. Yep. Got a horse based in uh, Churchill. It is a Maryland bred by mm, Country Life right. Farms, so probably coming up a little bit for an extra bonus, but I was surprised by that. Sweet on Smokey is a good grinding. Uh, horse, Claudio Gonzalez, Gonzalez owns uh, trains. Excuse me.
0: Yeah, Mela coming out of the Grade Three company down there in Kentucky should be a uh, an interesting challenger here for uh, a sharp challenger here for Shimmering Aspen line of Best Fit. So about eleven filly mares in the Twix stakes. Two deep fields here for our stake races this Saturday at Laurel Park. Let's talk about the big stakes all over the country uh, this Saturday. Arlington Park is going to have a big weekend. Of course, they have the Arlington Million, first million dollar race uh, in this country right Arlington Million I think it was I'm going with that if I'm wrong I'm wrong <laughs> but let's move on here uh Sidero, let's talk about this horse first in the uh in the Arlington Million five year old by Kittens Joy let's show you the win from two starts ago early May uh, down there Churchill
1: and um you know she's kind of really come back to best form hasn't she Sidero?
0: She, yeah, she's a hit or miss
2: horse. She's gonna need some pace to run at. Um, the 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 track on Churchill on on Kentucky. Uh, derby day was actually not playing favorable to horses coming from the outside the, the rail was good that day so kind of went against the track that was a good win the horse is kind of a hit or miss horse if the horse runs a million dollars doesn't look bad and a grade one win a buff bradley trains the horse and uh, i'm assuming uh, le peru is probably going to ride
1: yeah, i'm looking at kosaki uh, ganasio Cres, uh and to, to to run a big one Uh, As well, horse has been training really solid. Uh, The million, uh, always, uh, uh, you know, spotlight race.
2: Chad Brown's uh, got Beach Patrol in there. It's mm -hmm. it's it's going to come up tough.
0: Aidan O'Brien with another one in there. Deauville. Let's show you this horse, four-year-old by Galileo. Ran in the Arlington Million last year, a good third in the race last year. So let's show you this is last year's running of the Arlington Million uh, that was won by uh, Mondalisti. Uh, I didn't see this race last year, but uh, let's talk about this race here. DeVille, uh, Ty, your thoughts on DeVille. A
2: good third in here, obviously, in a tough million race. Mondelosti came back to run in the Breeders' Cup uh, turf. And uh, ran well, I believe. You talked about Kasaki, who finished second, right ahead. But it was a blanket finish there. I expect this race to be much of the same. Deville's a good Irish bred. You get second in, in a graded stakes up. I don't. You don't know what to make of those Irish reds up at Leopardstown and up there. Uh, but if this horse's form can
0: transfer from last year's Arlington Million, should be a contender. I right, might get a price. We'll see. I right. also uh, at Arlington this Saturday. The Secretariat Oscar performance is going to be in there. Let's show you her. His win, last out in the Grade 1 Belmont Derby, going a mile and a piece up there on the turf out. Belmont, mile, mile and a quarter, I believe. This race went right to the front and uh, just went all the way for trainer Brian Lynch, Jose Ortiz aboard. So Oscar Performance is going to try to do the same thing in the Secretary at the Saturday. really kicked
2: home in this race. In this race. You see they went 49-4, and, and so the pace wasn't that, that tough. Uh, got an easy lead, but really accelerated, almost rebroke at the top of the stretch. Uh, big scratch, or not scratch, but Frostmourne isn't running, who is mm-hmm. going to be probably this horse's major uh, competition in here. Oscar Performance should, There's, I think there's only five or six we talked about that are going to be in there. Oscar Performance, if runs back to that Belmont Derby, is going to be really tough. There's talk there could be rain there, and the horse hasn't run well with a little cut in the grass before. So if that's the case, you might see a bit of a, a price in there.
1: Well, yeah, on the, it, the couple of times at Keeneland and Churchill over the spring on the good going, Uh, Always a the subpar performances for Oscar Performance. Back on firm ground at Belmont, he's really been back on the beam, and his tactical early speed's always been a strong suit for trainer Brian Lynch.
0: All right, Saratoga's going to have a big uh, stake this Saturday, like they always do, the four-star Dave up there. Disco partner for Christophe Clement's going to be one of your favorites. Nice win two starts ago uh, against grade three company in the Japur, going six furlongs on the turf. Uh, here's the effort coming up the rail for Disco Parts. Stan, this is actually a world record race right here. The horse ran
2: six furlongs in 105 and three. Obviously, it was a firm, firm going, but anytime you do that, that's a legitimate time form, came back and kind of verified the figure and, and everything was was good with that um, you got a, a bit of a blanket finish but anytime you go 106 105 and three yeah. and he
1: came back to win going a mile you know so you know he he certainly uh he certainly is just not a pure sprinter um you know he can stretch out a little bit uh as well that was that mile at belmont uh, so a little bit different perhaps Coming up in the four-star, Dave, we'll see if he can carry that early speed.
0: You know who's going to be running late? That's the winner of our, of our, our grade two, Dixie, at Pimlico. Let's show you world approval on the third Saturday of May at Pimlico. Five-year-old by Northern for trainer Mark Cassie. Nice win here in the grade two Dixie, won the grade one United Nations last year. So I think this five-year-old sitting on a huge campaign, didn't run very well in the grade one Manhattan, last out up there at Belmont, but if he can get back to the form that he had in the grade two Dixie, world approval, big, good-looking gray, should be awfully tough in the four-star, Dave.
1: Yep, well, one of the millionaires uh, was nominated to to the race there, and uh, Certainly a very popular, flashy-looking gray for Live Oak Plantation. Everybody likes to play. Beaten only a length and change by the grand motion runner, Ascend. You've seen uh, upset in New York and run here.
2: And I think what is going to help improve World Approval even more is you're going, you're cutting back to a mile here. The four-star Dave is a, a mile. This horse has been running mile and an eighth mile and a sixteenth. Uh, with with the front-running style that this horse has, I just think the speed is going to carry a little bit more. And if they get some firm firm ground, World Approval should be really tough against. Probably what Disco Partners is going to be probably a a, a heavy favorite mm. in the race. Is American Patriot running in there?
1: I don't know if he is entered. Or not.
0: Oh, entered, was uh, uh, was nominated? Nominated. Is don't don't he running
2: it? Okay. Disco
0: partner are gonna be favored over world approval? I think so. In a four-star day, yeah, I think fine. when you
2: have, wor- I think when you got uh, a world record and then you come back and and really. <laughs> prove that that race was
0: legit i think a lot of people are going to be on the clement disco approval horse all right should be an interesting race in the four star dave at saratoga the arlington million and a bunch of other good races from arlington we have two stake races right here for you at laurel park the polynesian and the twix should be a great weekend of racing it all kicks off friday here for our three-day race weekend we have a little small carryover in that rainbow pick six a little shy of $1,000, but uh, we'll get it back up there, maybe have a big uh, mandatory payout before we go to the Big T. Well, Saturday's a great day to, to, to play it that is, uh, with the double stakes here. Absolutely. Alright, so best of luck. We hope to see you out here this weekend, and don't forget, mark your calendar, Saturday, August 19th, Big Mellon Pride Day out here. Some great horse racing, Mellon food, Mellon alcohol, and the champions handicap in tournaments to so go to laurelpark.com to learn more about all of that. Good luck, we'll see you this weekend at the races. Good luck.